coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together and just catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, and I'm grateful, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. I want to talk about something kind of weird this week, and it's just got to confirm with you that you're going to be cool with it. But I want to talk about yesterday a little bit. Okay. I don't often get personal. Yep. But I'm a dad now. Let's get personal. <laughs> personal. I'm a dad now. We've been all over the place in topics on this podcast. But our family is something that I think my whole life maybe I took for granted. And yesterday... Your Instagram post yesterday was actually... I've never seen you <laughs> say anything like that. And I was like, that's weird. I, I don't know. Like... It was a really nice day. Let it out. You can cry. No, I'm not going to cry. You can cry in the podcast. It's beautiful, though. No, you can cry. (laughs) (laughs) Cry. (laughs) Cry. I'm so so happy. You were there with my daughter, uh, Naomi, and Rachel, and the baby, and the baptism was just all so special. And, I don't know, Catholicism... Cry. Catholicism is a weird... Religion, I guess. Yeah. But Why is it weird? Because it's we're very. I think we're at a point in this country where it's between two phases of like apathy. Like, there's not. I think the apathy is rising very high, and there's also a lot of animosity towards Christianity. So, like, it's a. I think it's just a weird. It's kind of a controversial. I think it's just. Days. I think I kind of think it's just religion in general too. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really um, anti-religion. But. Push. Yeah, no, yesterday was awesome. Yesterday was like, I I know you've had the baby now for like multiple months. I, I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, but yesterday was like the first day where like it was just, I was thinking about it in the context of like, and maybe it was because of your nieces and nephews being there. Yeah. That I'm, I'm pretty close with them. Not like, like you are obviously, but I'm pretty close with them. And seeing them and just thinking back to, like, it doesn't feel that long ago when me and you were just kids. Yeah. Like, me and you were just playing wiffle ball in the backyard. And I'm not talking about playing wiffle ball, like, in the recent years. I'm talking about playing wiffle ball when we were, like, seven, eight, nine years old. Of course. And who would have thought then that however many years it's been, we're going to be in a church where we went to grammar school, baptizing your daughter. And I'm, like, looking at her going, like, I'm going to care for this this little girl forever. Yeah. And it's your baby. It's just weird. It's very weird. And so I'm looking at those two kids going, like, we were them. Like, we were them at one point. Like, we were just two siblings who were young. And they have, in that moment, those two kids... They're smart. They're they're very advanced for their age. But like, are they thinking like about this? No, of course not. It's not what kids do. Kids don't think about the the future and like what it means. And so I know what you're saying about like kind of taking it for granted because you don't think about it. Yeah, but it was so great to be in the house with everybody, everybody all those different generations of to support. My daughter doing something that was really special and nice and I don't know. I was very overwhelmed with it and I'm still overwhelmed with it. And I just am happy and grateful to you for standing up and being a godfather. And also for, uh, yeah, for the moment that was created. I will say, and this is going to be a little personal. No masks, no anything. It was a regular old party. Not personal. On Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. Even though the weather was was terrible it was still just a great day it was really nice um now this is gonna sound selfish but i'm gonna look back on those pictures i look terrible i thought i looked great in that suit i looked fat my hair looks terrible so you want you're thinking of an image change no what are you thinking of an image change i think i have to what are you gonna go for i don't know i, I don't know you should either lean into like bodybuilding and get really bulk up. That's so much work though. Or you should try and slim down and like cut shave your head and get really into like lean golfer. 
like eat like spinach <laughs> like all the time you already torture yourself with the shit you eat <laughs> it's not a bad idea find like a vegetable like, you best... like to eat and only eat that for like two months i like vegetables <laughs> and then you'll be happy you'll be like oh i look good somehow no but like i i don't think i could do that because like if i lose well not with me because i'm gonna feed you burgers if i lose weight and i just become like skinny golfer i'm gonna want to kill myself because like i want to i like having muscle yeah but i also at this point it's you're well there's a lot of how old are you 26 and what is that old it's almost your late 20s it's late 20s 27 is late 20s like we agreed on last week yep and in the late twenties, that's when dad bod happens. So you have to you have to fight it off, or you have to lean into it. I lean into my dad bod. I'm not ashamed of it. It is what it is. I don't know. I, I don't know if I need an image Too busy change to spend time. I don't know if I need an image change in the sense of like my actual body. Shave your head. Diet. That's the thing. Is like I don't know. I like I I was enjoying growing my hair out again, but go from remember when you am had, I too like, old? Am I too old to have long hair? Because at some point, I no. think your age in long hair, you just look like a creepy guy. But you have to, I think because your hair is so curly, the stage is like it, have, it has to get even longer. It's tough. But you could always go for like a shaved mohawk type deal for the summer. Not going to do that. I have to keep my hair somewhat professional. Do like a... I want people to respect me. I don't know, mohawks are cool. Remember? Do you remember Blue Mohawk Kid? Yeah. What do you think that guy thing. is right now? <laughs> when we were younger, there was a kid who tried to fight me. I was like ten years old. Nah, maybe I was. He would just ride his bike around our block, and he had a blue mohawk, so he was therefore known as Blue Mo- Mohawk Kid. Yeah. I don't think he lived in the neighborhood. I think he just used it as a cut through. We didn't fight that day. No, but I watched him get beat up. Who beat him up? One of my friends was over the house, and they brought a friend. And I didn't know the friend, but it was, like, meeting him that day. And I guess he had prior beef with this kid, and he didn't know that he, like, just uses my street as a <laughs> cut-through. And he tackled him off of his bike. It was crazy. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. See? That is very strange. I think... Where I want to talk about this week mm-hmm. in regards Look at those to birds, right? The birds have been so great. In regards to religion, I want to talk about how po- how politics in America and in our society is so religious, and this need to make every issue sort of this moralistic argument where it's you are the good guy and the other person is the bad guy. Well, that's just the, uh, the stratagem. Yeah. Is that a word stratagem? Yeah, I guess so. It's a tactic. It's the tactic. Like, okay, we want to push our political preference. And the best way for us to do that is by getting our supporters to hound the other side as if they're bad people for possibly having a different, view than what you do it's amazing to me how many people out there of one political ideology feel like because of the on every issue they're better that they that their issue is always the morally no there's never a critical thought to that dude maybe they're wrong because they're always the better person on every issue it must be so great to be them like they get to walk around like man I am such a good person. I voted for for the greatest guy in the world. For this party, that's I, always on the right side of every single issue. I support and the other side. I support rights that these people don't. They hate other people. Like, yeah. isn't that crazy? We I've talked about this now, like think five times in this podcast about that fucking sign. <laughs> that sign that drives me up a wall. We believe in science. We believe in science. We believe in trans rights. You don't believe. You're not special. We all believe in this shit. <laughs> we just have different views on. Politics, and then your dogma tells you that you're a better person for your views, and it doesn't. You're still a piece of shit. I'm still a piece of shit. We're all pieces of shit. The issue could be like the mass euthanasia of every puppy in the country. They'd find a way to spin it. They'd find a way to be like, 
Yeah, but do you know the greenhouse gases that puppies emit? It's actually going to save thousands of puppies down the line. And then you'd be like, but there's never going to be any more puppies. You've killed all the puppies. We're like, no, no. They're sycophants for the Democratic Party. Well, I don't want to name... We're not accusing any one side here. No, I'm going like, to accuse Anyone side. who's listening could just project their thoughts on who these people might be. No. Because, I mean, some Republicans are guilty of similar things. Um, I, mean, I always right see. Less I always see because they're always propped up as the villain. Well, I would. I would say the right is guilty of like being more. And I'm guilty of it. I I do it, but I don't do it as someone on the right. I just do it as someone who legitimately believes bitter. it. Um, but like, I think the right is. No one else legitimately believes it. I think the right is guilty of like. Uh, not that they're morally better, because that's for the that's for them, um, but that they are. How do I say it? Like smarter, the right? Yeah, I see it a lot. I think a lot of the right are just. But how many times have, have we talked about that on here? About I don't think that's true. When we get into like a right and left thing, the left doesn't know the other side of the story and the right does. Yeah. Like, the right actually gets to see both sides, whereas the left doesn't because nothing... Everything is catered to them. Yeah, so they were, there's never anything that would show them the other side of their views. The right is more exposed to the left's arguments. Yes. But it's not a left-right problem that people are dogmatic on these political issues. No. Well, like, I, the think, I think it was designed. I think it's designed to do that. Yes. Like, the pro-lifers honestly believe that, that the pro-choices are evil people. Yeah. A lot of them do, at least. And just on that one issue. And then they but, would say, well, we're morally... But, like, we allow people to make the decisions for themselves, even though that's the still, only thing that they allow decisions for you themselves. Can't, you, you can't look at political issues, in my opinion, and take any one issue and say that because you take this stance, you're bad, you're evil, or your position is evil. Because all we established this a few weeks ago. All politics, all government, if you're living in a society, it's inherently bad. It's inherently evil. There's no structure that's actually representing the common good because there is no actual common good. There's only the individual good. And at any point when you get a group that's going to exceed a threshold of small, you're going to have people in it who are unwillingly participating. As soon as you have millions of people involved in society, you're forcing people to participate in a well, system they never agreed to. Well, this is where I get a little upset with Trump because I look at it and go, I remember... In 2016, before both of us made the shift to Trump, and we were still on the the Bernie train, uh, the conversation was, I think, like the the most it, it had ever been, the most I had ever seen it in the like this, like the two party system can't work. Like the two party system, it's broken. Yes, we have too many different views here. We got to blow it up. But then when Trump won. It like re-solidified the two-party system somehow, because the right really like because of RussiaGate. Like he, the right was galvanized by Trump. It was the propaganda around RussiaGate. And like the left was so. Hated. Two years before Obama left office, they legalized propaganda, and then coming into Trump in office, propaganda hit an all-time high in the United States. Yeah. So then your State left propaganda news media in this country is just whatever the CIA or. FBI or anonymous and, sources and that's from really, any and that's really important because like it has press. an impact like you think they would be doing it if it didn't have an impact like look like no one talks about the end of the two party system anymore now we're just all agreeing that, that well these, this is it and when you combine and all it's that because in 2015 or in the early days of 2016 that just wasn't the conversation at all when you combine all that with the censorship on social media and the complete clamp down on our free conversation that we used to be able to have on the internet um yeah i think that i think that our society has really changed a lot in the last five to ten years and i think a lot of that is because like we've been saying it's propaganda that's being pumped into all of our lives and i think that is part of why we're so divided and we're so dogmatic and ideological 
But at the end of the day, oh my god, I I want to like a, a bell that goes off every time one of us says at the end of the day because that's my biggest pet for you. For, Saying for at the end of the day. Yeah, I always say at the end of the day. Do I say it a lot? I don't know if you do, but I, don't I know I, I do. You know but what, I just don't like the phrase. You know what one of the things is like that always I always catch myself? What? If I think of something... Nah, that's a better way. Like, if someone says something that I agree with, I will respond to it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. And then I'll say yeah. basically what they... It's like, I don't have to say that. <laughs> like, I don't, there's, like, there's no reason for me to say that. And every time I say it, I want to punch myself in the face. Ah, well. You got you to be less harsh on yourself. Maybe we get like a little jar... And we throw a like an, per yeah. Every time you say day. end of the day, we throw a quarter in, like but, a swear jar. Yes, but it and then not, yes. when it hits a certain number, we give it away to our listeners. Sure, raffle it off, or you put like a contest, like you have to share our podcast. Do we have a brother's ketchup email? We do. We should use it, and you can, can email us if you want the jar of our at the end of the day. At the end of the day quarters. But I was saying that the religion, the dogmatic and ideological nature of our politics is driven by this propaganda that's pumped into our society constantly and the fact that we can't freely share our views. So, like, the only... Think about how crazy it is. That, like, the... that Like, I've seen people online, like, chastise people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because of X, Y, Z. But the only reason why they know their names is because those are the congressmen that are being targeted by the establishment media and the establishment political arms. Well, they Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates have no power because their party don't even like them. People, it's Congress. People out themselves as little lapdogs for the state all the time on Twitter because yes. they don't ever argue shit. From their own brains. And no. what I mean by that is like every freaking argument I see on Twitter is like, I saw that. I don't, I don't, unlike you, I know you like, you like to keep up with like what all the news channels do. I don't watch any news. Yeah. I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch MSNBC. So my, my exposure to it is so little. It's so little. And yet every time I do see it, it's the exact same thing that. All the blue check marks on Twitter are talking about. Yes. Get up, get your own shit. <laughs> Start your own conversations. Pick out a Republican congressman that that's different. But I mean, God forbid Marjorie Taylor Greene is the only. She had to apologize for saying stuff that like I think should be mainstream ideas. Like she had to apologize in order to serve in Congress. Do you imagine if someone like me was elected to Congress? What they'd make me do? What do I have to fucking walk with the bell and shave my head and shame, shame? Like what the? What fuck? did I say I was going to run for? Did I say I was Sorry running for, for Congress? Sorry, swearing so much, but it makes me upset. Did I say I was running for Congress or House of Representatives? Was I? Yeah, Congress. For? You want to run? going to run for Congress out in Utah or Greater Idaho? I'm telling you, I'm, <laughs> like, I'd be a maniac. I I would be. I'm running as a tyrant. I, <laughs> the tyrant party. Abolish the state. It'd be crazy. I'd be... Abolish the I state. think that's the next thing. Abolish like, the states, abolish the markets. I do think, like, the next thing is going to be... Like, I was listening to uh, Rogan. Anarchy Tyrant. Was it Rogan, or was it something else? This is all an but, entertainment podcast. But they were talking about, uh, like, running for president, who would win, or whatever, and... Like the rock comes up and it's like, what are we doing? When did when did okay? I understand Trump kind of changed things, but Trump had a message that not in my lifetime no political person has had. So is that going to be a thing though? Where like all of a sudden every election we talk about like what celebrities are going to run? Because like that's that's stupid. That's stupid. So that's what I'm saying. Like I think the next thing is going to be like. Someone is going to gain power, enough power, to run as an absolute, like, extreme tyrant, dictator. Like, there's going to be a ticket for someone whose platform is purely blowing it all up. And I don't mean it, like, in Trump's way. I think we're all drastically overestimating how much longer the system has. Like, I I think... That's what I'm saying. Any day now, the carpet will be pulled out under the rug. 
They're only going to give us a short amount of time of normal life after COVID before. Dude, this is actually what I want to talk. Okay, so I was thinking about this. I'm starting to get like real scared. Like, <laughs> what happens when COVID? Like, okay, no more masks in New Jersey. Bars are pretty normal. You don't think there's something planned? Thing, well, for, that's what I'm saying. 2022. Things are getting. I don't even think it's 2022. Like, I think it's sooner. Like, things are just, like, they have managed in the past year and a half since COVID to have more control than ever before. Yes. They're not going to relinquish that. Something's going to happen. We're, we're rapidly accelerating in our in our problems. So, like, everything that like, was a problem before Trump is now still a problem. Like, the vaccine, like the vaccine stuff is. It's crazy. It's not crazy. It's scary. Like yeah. it's legitimately scary. It's weird. It feels like you're. Li- I'm like I'm living in a, uh, like in the twilight zone. Just but, like the, the. Like I was saying about Gates and Green. Like imagine being so angry at those two people and voting for someone like Nancy Pelosi or, or oh, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. Like could you imagine that? That is delusion. That well, is no. what delusion is. It's not delusion. It's it it's ignorance. Be. They don't know. These people don't know. Some of them know, and do it anyway. Some of them have to know that Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, like they have to know these people's backgrounds no. and records. They have to. It's willful. They do it anyway. It's not. It's not only just ignorance. I think it's willful. It's willful <laughs> ignorance. I think these people may know it, and then they choose to oh. say, "I don't believe it," don't, even though they care. know. Even though they know it's true, they say, "I don't believe it." Well, it's killing us. Oh yeah. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene is a normal woman, who has who had opinions that are just normal people opinions and whether or not you agree with them but that's why she was a threat to the the church and mitch mcconnell is doing everything he can to slit her throat and you the republicans want her out so like i don't care what you think about her think about that like think about the fact that like this is one person in all of congress who stands out a little God forbid someone is willing to say the official narrative of 9-11 is kind of bullshit. Well, listen. Like, God forbid there's one congressman who's willing to say that. We we talked about this when Trump, like, during the election. I don't like her that much. During the, like her, though. during the election. Yes. Like, voting against Trump. They're not voting against Trump. Just being on the side of, like, Biden. Anyone but Trump. Like, yep. Okay, look who you are siding with. Every company, every establishment figure. What does that tell you? Like, what does that tell you? Like, why are all of these people against him? There's two options. Option one is that Donald Trump was really an evil dictator, Hitler-esque, and he was a Nazi. Uh, That wasn't true at all. Not even close to true. Um, So option two was... He was a threat to the system. And, like, so you look at, like, a Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a threat to the system. Or it's all a complete she's, show and there is no system at she's all. A, no, I think she's a wake-up call, right? Like, she's a, she, she is a, a person who's going to speak things that normal people who don't pay attention to politics don't hear. And so they hear it and they start listening and they go, I like this person. They can't have that. Congress can't have that. No one can have that. We're not allowed to have that. Us, the people. Yeah. It really is a sad state of affairs. I just really can't look at an argument for any one of these issues. This is why I think we've said it before, but we're past the policy point. Like, I don't even like arguing about... I used to... The reason why I love politics... Like, I like city simulation games. And I like traffic simulation games. Look at the Jersey governor race right now. Okay, the New Jersey governor race. There's, like, four or five different Republican candidates. I think three of them are, like, 100% Trump platform. I have no interest in really any of them. Because none of them seem like real people. No, like, where are the real people... Who were running None of them wanted, to, to no fix one things. Want to be in politics. They're not there. No one. No <laughs> one's there. So like all of these people, as high up as the president, all throughout Congress and and Senate, are just people who aren't real, in my opinion. They're, They're ambitious not, political people. Yeah. No one is just like a guy. Yeah. A or a woman. Guy. 
just like I wanted to. I thought I'd I thought I'd help yeah, out. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is like a mom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- there's very few of those people. Yeah, she's like, I mean, some of the, I mean, Which obviously why, some like, of the congresswomen and senators like, are I mo- mothers. I used to like Andrew Yang. Like, he rubs me the wrong way now. He comes off very phony now. But I at least with him go, I still think he's he's sort of like a guy. Yeah. Like he's a really rich dude, but like, he's a he's a dude. Like he's he was just a guy. But like you look at like Mitch McConnell. Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah. They're not humans. Nancy Pelosi's not a human. <laughs> she, like... And what I mean by that is, like... Remember last week when we were talking about, like... What is a human? What are our experiences? Those people don't know. They don't share the same experiences. No. Joe Biden doesn't live our life. No. Well, at a certain point, so many of these people that are... The people that push... The narrative of our society are people so disconnected from it. I bring up Black Mirror all the time. There's that one episode where the reality show, I don't know, they're in like the little pod apartments. And the guy brings the, the mirror thing onto stage to like, yeah. and like holds everyone. That's yeah. reality. Yeah. That wasn't ever a prediction of the future. That was holding a mirror up to what, it's literally the yeah. Black Mirror. Like it's showing you what you, this what you are. And it, every day we're we're bringing that more and more to the foreground and it's gonna be crazy like people are volunteering for that yes so but not to get too distracted or depressed it's still important to identify like on any one of these issues for the most part like when we talk about the policy it's not it's not ever a black and white thing like, you shouldn't ever look at an issue and be like, I am the good guy here 100%, and there's no way you could ever argue against, against it. Yeah. And that's what everything, like abortion. Like, if you're someone who's saying, like, there's never a circumstance where abortion could be legitimately warranted, I think you're probably an insensitive person. But if you're also someone who's like, Kill I will all the babies. every baby, I'll make yeah. jokes about it and think it's hilarious. We should always have abortions. Abortions are great. Bathe me in the blood from abortions. Like, some people actually do. Like, that BoJack Horseman episode, another cultural reference from a Netflix show, that BoJack Horseman episode with the abortions is reality. Like, that's a reality of what we live in. A lot of this culture is like that. And that's not good. That's satanic. And when we talk about, oh, the QAnon people believe in satanic pedophile cults, like, that's what they're talking about. It's this worshipping of this death cult that runs Hollywood and runs society. And you can't argue that it doesn't exist. When you, when you do argue that it doesn't exist, you seem like a fucking idiot. Because, like, the evidence for it is literally everywhere and you choose to ignore it. And you can't just say these are all circumstantial individual pieces. Like, it's literally pervasive throughout our society. We live in it. We live in a world run by very rich people with immense power who do things that we can't do and get away with. And Correct. say things that we can't say and get away with saying. Correct. They, there's two sets of rules. And when a society develops two sets of rules and two sets of standards of living, things go bad. And the problem is, we are the ones who aren't aware of this. They are always aware of this. The rich and the powerful always know that a, a moment happens or a time comes when people get torches and pitchforks. And they're always prepared for it. Meanwhile, we're never prepared for it. And we're always exploited. And then we get the leftists. And if you're a liberal, I understand. Like they, All of your positions come from a place of compassion. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's where I hope a lot of my positions come from, too. I think most people's positions in life are usually formed from a position of compassion. I think it's probably the human condition that that's the way. Like We all have empathy. So I relate to you. But you're killing us with this need to protect the leftist politicians. Because the leftist ideology of compassion and your policies, they don't matter. And the politicians you're electing are insulating the power. And it's rapidly going to shit. And I know you guys want health care. Like, I get it. And I know that the gays need to be protected. I'll help. Promise. But all of it is wrong. And the system is dying. And if the system dies and we're not ready for it, we'll be fucked. But if the system dies and we control how it dies and when it dies and what to do about it when it needs to be rebuilt, we can survive. But I'm worried that what's happening in our society, like the vaccinations and the the propaganda and the 
division. It's hurting us. And we don't know what it is and why. There's a lot that we don't know. The government's been lying for too long about too many things. There's just too much we don't know. I don't trust any of it. And if you want to blame me for not trusting it, you can. But I blame you for feeling that way because I need your support here, I think. And you can do what you want, but I need your support. And that's kind of where we're at. I don't know. How do you feel about that? It was a long rant. That was beautiful. That's why I just kind of <laughs> let you keep going. That was really good. Um, no, that was, that was really good. Um, I kind of don't really have anything to say on top of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, we live in La La Land. It's but, like, but I get... Like, why... But I, I mean, I think this is kind of just the thing that we always say, though. It's yeah, like, I mean, we're, we're not, broken record. We're not fighting... <laughs> we're punching the ocean. Like, Remember when we not, used to punch the ocean? Like, yeah. That was the game. Like, the game was like, <laughs> can you fight this wave? You yeah, can. you can, but you're not. Like, you're, you're not. getting killed. You're yes, getting killed. You're gonna drown. Like, your fist maybe broke through a wall of water, but you were drowning while <laughs> that happened. Um, no, but seriously, like, we've been saying this since, like, episode one. That, like, it's not... It's, it's it's designed to be left versus right. Yes. And all of the people who perpetuate it, and I perpetuate it, you perpetuate it. We all do, it. yeah. We, we all can't do help it. it. But we all, what we need to do is acknowledge that we do it. Yes. Try Get rid to, of the labels. Try to look at our inward and go, okay, I'm guilty of this thing, but the people on the left that I, I disagree with wholeheartedly, who who's the real... Who's the really good? Who's the real good person? It's it's you. It's me. It's all of us. Yeah, it's we're the all, people. We're all good. The people. We're all good. In like, some way, we're like all what good. you just said, right? Like it all comes from a place of compassion. Okay, so if that's the case, why can't we all just say it's good? And you know who's bad? All of the politicians. All of the elites. In some way. Yeah, and I'm sure they have their intentions. It might be rooted no. in some places of good, but at the end of the day, like who built the systems? What is this society? They who need is to come. Benefiting? The the system needs to come down. Yes, and the beneficiaries of the system do not want that, and are doing everything. Which is why, though, see, I'm going to do it. I'm going to attack the left again. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Which is why I get so frustrated. <laughs> When I hear people talk about the insurrection on January 6th. Oh, man. Because when you talk about it in the way that it gets talked about, and I hear it all the time from people I'm close with, and it drives me crazy, is like, when you talk about those people, do you know who you're supporting? Like, you're you're supporting... Sorry, that freaked me out. Um, Like, you're not supporting anything good. No. By being like... Oh, good. Those insurrectionists need to go, go to prison or whatever it is. Like that's. I mean, there are people. I guarantee, you, like, the Boston Tea Party. There were people who felt that way. So, like, like those people should be ashamed of themselves for dumping that tea. Yeah. So, like, you're getting how to a could point, they? You're getting to a point in society where it's the same. But it's the same. On you could say the same about the right because the BLM protests again have been going back to 2015, 2014. That started under Barack Obama. Which is why that though. was a, again an offshoot. Of Occupy Wall Street, which is again an example of rage against this system. But that's why and I don't exponentially un- but growing. But that's why I don't understand. Like this is what I, I I struggle so hard to understand. Yes. I see it all the time from the right, and I have so many friends now who who agree with me, who are on the right, but that like they don't see that like when they do the same thing and talk shit about like the Black Lives Matter. And the, the riots and stuff, I'm like, I don't... Listen, do I want them to be burning down their own cities? Absolutely not. Do I want them to steal you know from, what? from ShopRite? No, no, that's awful. But you know what? what? I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but because because right at the end of the day, one, it's not my community. So until no. it, it hits my community, I'll, I'll... I'll protect my stuff. I'll protect my stuff. But really... Fuck them all. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> fuck them all. Yeah. Like, we are, we are fighting the same war, but yeah. it is so... It has been so masterfully divided by the the people at the top, and I gotta give them credit. They they've run a great show for a very long time. Yeah, they've but they're done getting a, ready for the transition here. They've done a great job, and the fact that they've been able to keep two like two giant groups of people who absolutely hate them somehow not come together. It's other. masterfully done. They, they did a great job. 
And when you think about it, like for as big as like the left and the right is in this country, there's only about 22% of each side in terms of Republican and Democrat. It's like most people don't really identify as anything. No. So like, most people don't vote. We need to lose the ideologies. We need to lose the narratives. Like forget forget about infrastructure because it's over. <laughs> Infrastructure's done. We lost. We can't have. This is why we can't have nice things. No more roads. No more cars. The, we have to get to a point where we're again all in agreement that the federal government's only there to stop people from invading us. This is why. If you, I, I'm so happy. Like I don't know. Like sometimes, um, I'm. I try to be grateful for like how I've come to be. My own. I feel very proud of like my thoughts that I don't really give two shits about anyone yeah in the sense of like i don't care what anyone's opinion is i care about my own thoughts my opinion is my opinion you don't have to like it and i've come to find myself in this weird spot where like okay i was i was a democrat then i considered myself independent then i kind of found myself on the right and now i'm in this new space where i'm like for like the past year now maybe even less where i'm like just trying to follow and get as much, like, thoughts from, like, true libertarians. Because, like, I think it's the only, it's the only thing that makes sense. Like, it's the only thing I think that makes sense. Like, the federal government cannot exist. It can't. It can't. It is the most evil thing that exists. And maybe it didn't start out that way. But... But then we're getting to the but that's where we, we have about is the Constitution an immoral document? Well, they literally said we the people blah 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 have rights and they're like but like not black people. <laughs> so like yeah, it probably it's yeah, probably exactly. immoral when they literally left out an entire race of people. But that's because humans are immoral people. Like we're all we all have faults, we all have our failings, which is why it's so easy for us to get upset with the left when they act so high and mighty because we're all immoral. Like, yeah. you're not better. No. But... And I'm not better either. But then you gotta, you gotta consider how power and money will corrupt and then what happens with immense power and immense corruption. And think about how much corruption has existed in human history and how much wealth and power some of the most corrupt and evil people in human history have had and then consider the people like Jeff Bezos or John Brennan or James Comey or... Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey or even Elon Musk have more power and money than anyone in human history. So these are more powerful. These people are more wealthy and more powerful than any kings, any monarchs. They're just, they just are. You know what? This is kind of off topic. Do you know what name popped up the other day that like I haven't heard and it made me like chuckle? What? Robert Mueller. Oh, yeah. Can like that, that whole thing happened for nothing. But think about like, how many think how, about come, how many spectacles. how can something like that happen and the the people on the other side who are trying to cool not just to convince like hey maybe we're all being lied to and we all need to rise up how come they can't look at that and go man we were really gaslit for two fucking years think about how many giant political spectacles have been drummed up over the last do you don't even have to limit it to just Trump like Obama was plagued by fake shit but also like legitimate shit that got propagandize this well so like we should do a whole episode like a if we ever do like a video episode where we like introduce video content mm -hmm. we should do a video podcast of us reacting to the video of the maricopa county going over barack obama's birth <laughs> certificate yeah like how did that not get more coverage i don't know i so that was before i really cared about things and i i didn't that was me i remember like being on twitter and, like arguing with people just going you're dumb like obviously barack obama was from the united states he's born in hawaii whatever it was um so i don't know i feel like maybe you have a better recollection of like what were your thoughts on it on when that was happening here? yeah you were probably on the same page of going shut up like that was like come on well okay you're so being racist during the 2012 election when well, birtherism was around since the beginning, and that was propped by Hillary Clinton, but... Wait, what? Birtherism, like the idea that Barack Obama wasn't born in the United States. Oh, the Hillary thing? It, yeah, she pushed that in the 2009 primaries, saying that he was born in Kenya. 
But it turns out it looks kind of like Barack Obama may have been born in Kenya. And it looks maybe like his father was kind of like the shady. We don't really know. I mean, we really don't know. And, and we'll probably all this never stuff with Michelle know. and all this stuff. So, like, whatever. The point of most conspiracy theories, by the way, like if you're someone who automatically dismisses conspiracy theory, the point of most of them is to get you to dismiss all of them. Like the point of most conspiracy theories are created jokes for the most part that are used to discredit the rest of the conspiracy okay. theories. Well, like, perfect example, the COVID vaccine microchip. I'm not suggesting there's a microchip in the COVID vaccine. I just want to talk about the vaccine a little bit and maybe ask questions. Um, but then they say, well, they're clearly not putting a microchip in it, so you're crazy, and then you, you get labeled in this world. But these are the, sa- the same people that are telling you, okay, there's no microchip in a vaccine. They'll dismiss any, like, we know the military can put nano, like, microchips smaller than almost anything we have. Like, just nanoparticles of, my, of computer that can go inside the flesh of things and track... <laughs> Every aspect, like whether the person's moving or sleeping or breathing or whatever. So like, and that doesn't even matter. Like it doesn't even matter what the reason is that someone believes that they shouldn't have the COVID vaccine. Whether it's because of microchips or because of cancer or because of they just don't want to. The point is the government should never be able to force you to do anything like that. That's crazy. Especially in this circumstance where it is an emergency use authorization, not... A regular FDA approval, but even if it was a regular FDA approval, it's still a product pushed by Big Pharma. And Big Pharma is constantly caught with its pants down pushing terrible things on the consumer. Doctors are wrong all the time. Like, it's just true. In this house, we trust science. I trust science. And science says, hey, you should be skeptical of the question so you're absolutely sure of something. And I don't think any of us are absolutely sure of anything about COVID. We don't even know where it came from or anything about the vaccine. We don't... We don't know anything about COVID. I don't really a, know anything about the vaccine. A year ago, a, a, a year ago, a post on Facebook about it being man-made and from a lab in China would get you almost banned off Facebook, get your post deleted, get flagged. All the doctors in the country And now that's sure what we're talking that about. That it was a conspiracy theory. So you're telling me to, I have to trust these people who have yeah. been wrong on every, almost all the time. And on everything they've wrong. said they're over just, the past year. They're just paid liars. They just like you're telling me I have to trust Fauci even though Fauci doesn't even trust Fauci. Yeah, but... But he comes out and says, like, oh, I lied about this, or I, mo- I, was, I was wrong about this. Listen, I don't care. Like, I don't care what Fauci says or, this, or whatever paper you want to push or whatever university. Like, I'll read everything you want to present to me, and I'll still come to my own conclusion. And maybe there'll be something someday that I'll see that'll be like, okay, I'm going to get the COVID vaccine today. But I'll tell you what, there's nothing about COVID that tells me I need a vaccine. And there's nothing about the COVID vaccine that tells me I need to get that vaccine now. So, like, fine. Do you. Do you. And don't bribe me to get it. That's what liberty is. Liberty is me being able to have my own little place here where you can't get to me. Correct. Leave me alone. Which is why I'm I'm all for ending ending, the war on drugs because the government isn't capable of doing anything. They're not capable of the war on drugs. I was watching this TikTok of a poor little guy who got pulled over. He's like a young kid, 22, 23 maybe. Pulled over. And, like, the cops were nice to him and all, but, like, just pulled him out of the car to search his car. The kid was cooperative. It was really a nice exchange for the most part, but it took forever, wasted his time. He was, they were harassing him with questions, and he was being cooperative, but also, like, what the fuck, man? This whole thing is fucked up. Like, the cops can't just stop you and get you out of your car to search your car for drugs just on impulse. Like, we gotta stop that. We have to stop these... This idea where the state is yeah, like governing not, every aspect of our lives. They're not allowed to do that. The government can't regulate everything anymore. And we need to be the ones that are regulating the corporate the corporate state. And we need to be doing that with our wallets, but also with today, our okay. voices. Great. Our... Okay, so today, uh, I was at the outlets. And a couple days ago in the state of New Jersey, the mask rule was lifted, which is cool. And at the outlets, um, there were definitely a few stores that were... They, they had signs on their door and says... Uh, we still require masks indoors, even, like, whatever. It's like, I, like, Columbia, like the, the guess what, Columbia? I, I needed shorts today, and I was going to look in your store for shorts. I'm not going to shop in your store. I didn't go in. Now, maybe you don't need my, me, my measly $40 for your pair of shorts. You probably don't. But if more people do that and go, well, I'm not going to go into your store because I'm not putting a mask on because... There's no reason for me to put a mask on. 
I'm going to go next door to this store that is going to allow me to shop in their store without a mask on. So, and that's what, like, that's what we need to do is uh, actually put, give our dollars value. And you do that by buying from companies who kind of promote, your same, promote your same values. It's pretty simple. That's beautiful. Okay. Bye. All right, well, with all that, we talked about a lot there. It was kind of all over the place, but Yeah, fine. it wasn't as structured. That's fine. But I liked it. Um, we will see you next time on Brothers Catch-Up, where we'll discuss other amazingly joyful topics about the end of the world and society as we know it and the change to the new world globalist order. And we hope you're with us. Real quick. Yes. I made Amanda watch Tommy Boy for the first time. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. Did she like it? Yeah, she really did. She was like, it was, she was, like, it was a really funny movie. I'm like, yeah, it's of a course. Movie. Of course it's really funny. Fat guy in a little coat. What James Corbett video did you have her watch? Um, the uh, Who is Carol Quigley? She's not a fan of Corbett's voice. It puts her to sleep. Wow. It's very monotone. It's just the... And she's very sleepy. just the information. So, I know. It's the strategy. All right. All right. Catch you next time. Bye. I paper hands done Doge. What? Yeah. You sold Doge? Yeah. It's like a little sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Sprite. If we ever need it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just never that good. It's good. Where's my Sprite? That was right next to me. Yeah, so it's Amanda's fault. Amanda and Kevin. I don't think you can put that on the podcast. I will believe out their names. You can put Amanda's name. I don't know. No, you can put both. Why not? Maybe it's the last name. They told you to sell, and you sold. Mm-mm. They didn't tell me to sell it. They suggested you sold. They want me to have a certain amount of money based on my financial situation. In your savings. In your savings. Uh, yeah, in your savings. For an so emergency. So I have to fund. take money out of my... You call it your retirement, Blake. That's not your <laughs> no. retirement. My my you need, account. You need like a real retirement. My fun yeah. spending account that I just tr- day trade on, but not really day trade, just trade. And of all the things I had, it made the most sense to just dump Doge where it was. But I don't. I didn't really want to, and I'm gonna buy more at some point. You're gonna kick yourself in the if, teeth. Yeah, I know. I am. If it ever goes, but you but know I what? I can average in at thirty cents and still feel good about I've it. I've been. I've kind of been on the down on Doge lately, so. Well, like I'm not as optimistic as I was. I'm not as optimistic on cryptocurrency as I was because I think too many, it's too many players now. I think it's corrupted. It's it's become it's become weird.
And I, I think they're going to dump the internet. Ever since the Dave Portnoy uh, Safe Moon thing, I'm, I'm out on all of it. What, do you get hammered on it? No, but he like went all in on Safe Moon because he just wanted to have a shit coin. Which is fine. Like I don't care. I don't. I didn't want him to go into Doge. I don't want him to do anything. I just think it's weird. Like I just think when you have that many coins that do nothing. At that point, what separates Doge from well anything else? There's there are a lot of things that separate. Which is why I still think like if you're gonna get into the crypto space, it's still Bitcoin, XRP, and Litecoin and Ethereum. Like those are probably like. I think it. Doge. I think Doge has the same kind of advantages as some of those, and could still survive just on being Doge. I, but I don't think. I think that there's problems with crypto now that are being exposed, and I mean the dips happen and it'll probably rise. But I think the whole marketplace is being gamed and manipulated by the same actor, so like it's not really different. What'd you sell it at? Uh, thirty-one. It's not bad. What's it? What's it been at? It's like. It dipped Just under. Kind of hanging it around dipped there. under thirty. It's at thirty-two now. Yeah. So, but it'll probably be. I I wouldn't be surprised if it's forty cents by next week. Like I mean, that's where it should be. In my opinion, it should be back over fifty. I'm gonna hold mine. I don't really care. You should hold. I would recommend if anyone has it, you hold it. And I would say that I'm. If I buy in it again, I will tell people that I bought in it. But this is not a financial advice. I'm a moron. Doge is just for fun for me. But I got rid of it because it was my of all. I didn't want to trade my actual positions in stocks in that real I really stocks, like. Yeah. That I'm like, okay, and keep Doge on a whim. You don't want to sell all your BlackRock. I like my BlackRock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to be a conspiracy theorist and and like and buy also into be the stock in market. Street. Yeah, like because like, but you know what? It's one of those things where like you can't beat them, join them. It's not even joining them. Play, you're playing their game. Because you have to. It's such a weird thing. That, like, think about how everyone wants to bash capitalism. We talked about this last week. We talked about this last week. The free market, when free, when actually free, it's legitimately the best thing. The saxophone guy stopped. I think we right just as can't. we were recording. I think we just can't hear it. I think we could hear him. But, in my opinion, I think it's crazy that. We need economies and governments. <laughs> this is where we're at this point in time. You know what's fun? Our podcast is evolving. Because yesterday, when I was being asked about our podcast, I'm like, what is, like, what's it about? And I was like, well, it kind of started out pretty like political and like current eventsy, and lately it's been just more like. Like kind of philosophical in a way, like just kind of deep, deeper we're, we're, conversations we're about deep here. But like we're not, but like both of us aren't really deep people. Like we're just kind of well, you're probably you're pretty deep. You write poems. Yeah, that's what makes but, someone deep. Oh, there he is. Yes, yeah, I hope you could hear him. You probably can't. All right, is that enough for our little? Yeah, let's see if that worked. <laughs> All right, have a good week.